What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hey, everyone, Dr. Joseph coming to you again today for our Hebrews podcast. And I hope that you're just enjoying just digging into God's word as I am. And so excited about this opportunity to share with you. We are going to be today in Hebrews chapter 8, verses 1 through 6. And I'm going to be reading out the New International Version. So let's uh, jump in here. All right, uh, chapter 8, verse 1. Now the main point of what we are saying is this. We do, we do have such a high priest who sat down at the right hand of the throne of the majesty in heaven and who serves in the sanctuary, the true tabernacle set up by the Lord, not by mere human being. Every high priest is appointed to offer both gifts and sacrifices, so it is necessary for this one also to have something to offer. If he were here on earth, he would have... He would not be a priest, for there are already priests who offer the gifts prescribed by the law. They serve at a sanctuary that's a copy and a shadow of what is in heaven. This is why Moses was warned when he was about to build the tabernacle. See to it that you make everything according to the pattern shown you on the mountain. But in fact, the ministry Jesus has received is as superior to theirs as the covenant of which he is mediator is superior to the old one, since the new covenant is established on better promises. Now, if you kind of think about it, up to this point, we've really just seen some amazing images of Christ in the book of Hebrews. You know, Jesus is the Son of God, and what all that all, what that all entails for us as uh, trusting into the promises of God. He's a, a part of the priesthood, the eternal priesthood of Melchizedek. And, and today we are reading how he is our heavenly great high priest, the the mediator. In, in fact, in the tabernacle and, and later in the temple, the, the high priest was the only one that was allowed to enter the Holy of Holies, where the Ark of the Covenant was placed. The, the priest, he would sprinkle the blood uh, on the Day of Atonement, and uh, he would have to wear bells around his garments in case he tried to enter into the Holy of Holies with, with any sin in his life. And so they would tie a rope around his ankle. And, and if if he tried to enter with any sin in his life, and uh, you know, or he didn't go through the prescribed way of, of being sanctified to enter into the Holy of Holies, you know, God could strike him dead. And therefore, they would have to pull him out by this rope around his ankle from the Holy of of holies but before the priest would enter he would go through a large thick veil and in fact the the veil was about the width of a hand and and it was made of very coarse material and it was something that separated the people from the glory of god because once again if they tried to enter into the holy of holies in the uh in the way in which they were not prescribed to they could die being in the presence of god we think about as well what what happened whenever Jesus died on the cross. He cried out, "It is finished!" Or, as it says in uh, uh, Greek, "Tetelestai." Right? The veil in the temple was torn from the top to bottom, which symbolizes God opening up the way. Right? Because if it was torn from the bottom to the top, that would have been man opening up the way. But it was torn from the top to bottom. This veil that was 
was virtually impossible uh, for for to be torn in any type of way. And the Bible says that a new and living way was opened in that moment. And as we have read, we no longer have to go through a ritual to enter into God's presence. Rather, we have the Holy Spirit abiding in us, God's presence, and we have His presence with us forever. So I think it's important to ask this question. What do we mean that Jesus is our great high priest? Well, first it means that he's, as it says there in the scripture, he's seated at the right hand of the throne of the majesty in heavens. So he's um, in the temple. We remember that the priest did not have a place to sit down. There's, there are no chairs. But here we have Jesus sitting down, which is a, a sign of the finished work that he completed on the cross. And he's sitting at the right hand of God. And so that's what that's a part of what it means is that he's our great high priest and that he has um, completed the work of sacrifice, his finished work on the cross. We also see that he's a minister of the sanctuary of and true tabernacle, which the Lord erected, which means that he's not in a place that man can take credit for, such as a tabernacle or temple. No, he's in a heavenly sanctuary. He's in the true tabernacle, uh, and that's where he is the minister to. He's appointed to offer the gifts and the sacrifices. The The offering of a sacrifice for sin was essential to the priesthood. And, and so we see where every single year the priests would have to offer the sacrifices. All the time the priests were having to offer all these different sacrifices. But Jesus, being the superior priest, he also provided the superior sacrifice, which no priest could do in the offering of himself. And as we, we see in the law and here in the tabernacle, they are merely a shadow. They're merely a copy of heavenly things, right? Moses was told, make this according to the pattern that you see on the mountain. And, and so Moses was doing exactly what God told him to do, but yet this was still a shadow. This was still a copy of what uh, was to, what actually was in heaven. So we see, once again, that the law was merely a shadow where the priests offered their sacrifices to fulfill a law that was, once again, a shadow of Jesus' perfection, a shadow of Jesus' righteousness. I remember there's the old Switchfoot song, and I'm, yeah, I'm talking about Switchfoot, the old band. But I love they, they had this amazing line uh, in a song. It says, "The shadow proves the sunshine," and I think that's a a great reminder for us in that you know this a shadow of something proves that it's not the real complete thing. It's merely a pattern of what it is reflecting or what is a silhouette of. And so I think we have to remember about that, about the law. The law was merely pointed to Jesus' perfection and righteousness that he displayed. You know, the tabernacle, he was merely a shadow. The priestly system was merely a shadow of Jesus being the great high priest. The sacrifices were merely shadows of the ultimate sacrifice that Jesus would show. But then it goes on to say, but now, which shows a, a contrast, right? He obtained a more excellent ministry. Once again, no earthly priest 
did or could ever do what Jesus did in taking away the sins of the world. And then we have this this description that he is the mediator of a new covenant. You know, the a mediator is one who stands in the middle of two people and brings them together. You see, Jesus stood between the righteousness that the law demanded, that God demanded, and then our inability to achieve righteousness on our own. Therefore, his death and resurrection, it, it didn't just affirm the new covenant based on grace, but, but it also it brought together the, the law's righteous demands and the love and grace of God that he poured out on us. Therefore, Jesus is the mediator. And which, which means that it's what? Established on better promises. You see, we can rest, rest in the promises of God that see us through dark moments. We can rest that his promises are real for us today. We can rest in the love of God that was shown through the cross and in the resurrection. We have a great high priest. He goes before us. He is our mediator. He, he stands in the gap for us. And he brings together the, the, the righteousness of God that's imputed upon us through the death and resurrection of Christ. He's our mediator between us and God. And here's what I love about this picture. Is that because Jesus is sitting at the right hand of God as our mediator, that means that he is interceding for us. Do you know that whenever you pray, you are praying to God our Father, but the way that God our Father hears us is because Jesus Christ is interceding for us. He is our mediator. He's the one that is joining our hearts and our needs to the heart and needs, the heart of God. And what a powerful picture that that is. Understand, friend, that every time that you call upon the Lord in prayer, that you are you have the listening ear of God because of Jesus' death and resurrection. You have the power of God because of Jesus' death and resurrection. And our hearts are joined to him in those moments. It really changes the way in which we view prayer when we understand that God our Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit are all working in that moment to hear us and to show us his plan and purpose. So friends, I want this to be encouragement for you today that you have a great high priest that's gone before you and he is our mediator of this new covenant because of his death and resurrection. God bless you guys. Thank you again for listening to with us. Uh, and we look forward to connecting with you on our next podcast and uh, talking to you then. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.